the Find Your Awesome podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design reader, a certified professional coach, and an instigator of joy. And I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for listening. So when I record the intros, I typically have my phone nearby so I can read the guest's bio to tell you who we're talking to. Well, this week I'm the guest. This is a solo episode and it's really funny because I brought my phone with me to record this intro for you. So let me tell you about myself, I guess. I am, as I said, an intuitive human design reader, a certified professional coach, and an instigator of joy. I believe that joy is our natural state and that the universe wants us to be sparkly AF. That's really all you need to know. You can learn everything else you need to know about me at my website, kelseyabbott.com. Let's stop dilly-dallying and get right in to this week's episode. I love you. Go forth and be awesome. It's my birthday. Actually, technically, it's my birthday week. Yesterday, October 11th, was my birthday. And it was such a great day. Admittedly, the day itself wasn't all that different from other days. And that's one of the things that's just so awesome. It's just, I, where I am in my life right now, every day feels like my birthday. I got to ride my bike. Actually, we started out the day with a pack walk where Makai walked us very fast around the big loop, which was a big deal. And he decided it was a speed day. So we were really trucking. And then I got to ride my bike and then Pete and I went for a run and then we ate popsicles in the pool, which is one of my favorite things. I've been juicing apples and then freezing apple juice, the fresh squeezed apple juice to have a popsicle post run. It's so good. And I just love the fact that I get to eat it in a pool, um, especially because it was very humid yesterday, like insane sauna like conditions. Um, so yeah, bike, run, popsicles in the pool. And then we finished off the day playing in the ocean and there's a tropical storm or a hurricane out in the Gulf. So there were waves, which is not super common around here. Uh, but the ocean totally played with us, totally pummeled us. It was an absolute blast. She also, she being Mama o- Ocean, she also stole my favorite sunglasses. And I'm okay with that. And I'm not because I'm really trying to minimize the amount of plastic I am contributing to the world. So I hope those sunglasses are completely intact. Roca claims that they're fairly indestructible. So I hope they land on a beach somewhere where someone really needs a pair of sunglasses. And I think the lenses are scratch resistant. So maybe they'll still be able to see from them. So may they make somebody's life, may they live happily ever after and bring someone so much joy. Now, yesterday, like I said, it was kind of like a normal day. And yet this is 2020, so everything is amplified, right? everything. Like we didn't just go to the ocean and just like chill out and like bob in in the water. No, we got nailed by the waves and tossed around and like threw ourselves into waves. It was even a little too intense for body surfing because no, that would have been too much. This was my third, four. I don't know. Let's not count. I'm not so good with that. Anyway, last year, my birthday, we did just kind of chill out in the way or in the water with no waves. And you know where I was last year at this time? 
I, it was not running. My heel hurt so badly all the time. I remember it even hurt while I was standing in the ocean. I believe I swam that day, but running was absolutely a hundred percent not happening. So I am so grateful that that is something that has massively changed in the last couple of years, or sorry, the last year I was jumping ahead to my first birthday in Florida when we were still in the camper. So this would have been 2017 and I had just raced, well, started the race for draft legal nationals here in Sarasota. And I crashed on the first loop of the bike. And so my birthday was like five days later. We went to the beach, but I had so many wounds that I couldn't get in the water. Well, I got in like mm, up to mid-calf, I think. And I remember just feeling the healing power of the water. And, you know, a part of me wanted so badly to just, well, most of me wanted so badly to be all the way in to let Mama Ocean heal me. And yet the logical part of me knew that it might not be such a good idea because there could be things that weren't so healing in the ocean. I'm not really one to reflect like at all. <laughs> like, Don't ask me what I did last week because I have no idea. And, you know, that was just three years ago, 2017, right? So this is 2020. So three years ago, I couldn't go in the ocean for my birthday. I couldn't swim. I couldn't do a birthday swim. And then last year on my birthday, I was enjoying the ocean and I was in so much pain. And this year on my birthday, Mom Ocean and I were playing together. And, and she was definitely the stronger of the two of us. And I knew that. And I honor her and respect her. And I love her for it because she is such a badass. You know, I absolutely love birthdays. They, I've loved them always. I mean, it's a whole holiday just for me. Yeah, sure. I share it with Samantha Livingstone. You've heard her here on the podcast. I share it with Eleanor Roosevelt. I shared it with Luke Perry. And I know there are other people and I'm not thinking of them right now. So if you're one of them, I love you. You're amazing. We're amazing. I love us. October 11th babies. So birthdays, a lot of people think like, oh, a birthday is a like a sign that you're getting older or maybe even in the, in the anabolic high vibe sense, celebrating that you got this far, that you made it to this age. And I've got a confession to make. Uh, I'm really just not that into age. Like it, like, like it doesn't resonate with me. Not doing any triathlons this year. I, I like really don't know how old I am. For a triathlon, they write your age on the back of your calf. They actually write your age as of December 31st of that year. So because I have an October birthday and the majority of the triathlon season happens before October, the whole season people are saying, how old are you? And I'm telling them a year older than what I am. So age, these numbers, they, it's never resonated with me that one number is better or worse than another number, that one number is wiser or less wise than another number. None of it means anything to me. So that part of birthdays, eh, whatever. It's just like, it's a different language and one that I don't speak. But you know what is so cool about birthdays? 
my little baby soul, before it came to earth, it chose my birthday. It chose where I was going to be born. It chose the day I was going to be born. And it chose the time I was going to be born. My soul chose all of that for me so that I can be here in this time, in this space, having this experience with all the gifts that it wanted me to have so that I could come here to be who I'm supposed to be and do what I'm supposed to do. I just feel so loved. Like it picked all this stuff out for me. It put so much thought. I don't even know if thought's the right word, but like it was all intentional. It is all intentional. And all the gifts I have, there's no, there's no accidents in that. And all the gifts I don't have, there's no accidents in that. There's nothing wrong with me because I don't have the gift of honing into details. Yeah. I don't need that gift. That's not what I need to do my work here on the earth. But my soul chose that I'm here to be intuitive for other people. And I get to do that. Like my soul picked all this out for me. My soul chose that I would be highly attuned to my physical body. And I am. My soul chose that I'd come here to play, that I'd have a beginner's mind and childlike wonder and curiosity. And it's all true. My soul chose that I'd have these unique insights that come totally easily to me. My soul chose that I need to move my body and that I've got this like drive to start. My soul chose that I'm not like other people. It picked all of that out for me If you've ever had somebody do something for you, like totally blow you away, like maybe they've gone shopping for you for like a, to buy you an outfit for a special occasion and they just got you the perfect thing and you're so blown away by how well they know you and how loved you feel by that experience. That's what it feels. That's what it feels like to, to feel the love of my soul. And this isn't just for me. I'm talking about this is what my soul chose for me. And this is one of the things that helps me celebrate my birthday and and really receive everything that is for me, especially on that day, because week, because birthday weeks, because why not? Maybe birthday months, because October, yay. But because my soul chose this day for me. How incredible is that? How loved do I feel for that reason? (sighs) Your soul did this for you too. So whatever day you were born, your soul picked that day out just for you. Of course you share that day with other people. We've only got 365 to 366 days in a year. We got a whole lot more people than that. So we get to share. And isn't it so fun that people born on the same day tend to have at least some parts of their design in common and other parts are different. If you listen to the episode that Sam and I, Samantha Livingstone and I recorded most recently, you'll hear that we've got like, we've got so much in common. She's three years younger than me, three years and like an hour younger than me. And we've got so much in common and we've got these key differences in our blueprints. 
because we're here to to work together and to complement each other and to like weave our ways through our lives because we are all here to fit together. We are all unique parts of this puzzle. Isn't that so cool? I just love the clarity and the magic and the love and the miracles that human design highlights for us. So my friend Jamie, when she found it, it was my birthday, passed on this question for me. She said a friend asked her this question on her birthday and she loved it so much that she passed on the question to me. And how great is it that she passed on the question to me because I just love questions. So here's the question. What brought you the most joy this year? What brought you the most joy this year? Whether it's your birthday or not, think about that. What's what's the first thing that comes to mind? And then as the thoughts settle, what's the real answer? So I think the first things <laughs> that like flashed in my mind, bikes, Makai, my family, love, sunshine. And then that all those thoughts settled, like like snow settling. And you know what the real answer was? Retiring from social media. This totally surprised me. Well, the answer is a lot like shocking because it makes sense because retiring from social media, then in a way it's like a sneaky answer to the question because the gifts from retiring from social media have been so enormous. So retiring from social media brought me a tons of joy. And then as a result of that, as a result of that joy, I got even more joy. Perfect, right? But what surprised me is if you asked me last year on my birthday, would you ever retire from social media or however you want to phrase that question? I'd probably almost definitely say no. And I've recorded a whole episode on this. Tina and I recorded a whole episode about a month ago called Retiring from Social Media. So you can, if you're re- if you're interested in this topic, please go back and listen to that. Retiring from social media, social media retirement is available for you too. We can all have it. And as you can hear, I'm loving it. But the funny thing is, so that's how I would have answered that question in October of 2019. And yet in December of 2019, I took a break from social media. I actually took a break from the whole internet <laughs> for a couple of weeks. And I definitely changed my relationship with social media in 2020. And I can see how it was all, like the breadcrumbs were all there for me to retire. And yet I didn't totally see it until it was happening. And then as it was happening, I was like, oh yes, this is so right. And then like a week would go by and I was like, yes, a month would go by. And I was like, oh, hell yes. However many months have gone, five months have gone by now. And I'm like, oh, I can't imagine any other way. So social media retirement brought me so much joy. And what it did for me too, is it made space for deeper alignment because I wasn't spending time scrolling. I don't, I was going to say that wasn't really my problem, but like, whatever, we don't need to define what my, what my quote unquote problem was with social media, like where I was devoting my time. I can tell you a great deal of my social media time was not 
actually on a device. It was coming up, it was either coming up with posts, composing posts, stressing about coming up with something or posting that that was social media for me. So not having all that brain space developed, developed, that's not the word I meant to use, devoted to social media, <laughs> that freed up space, that freed up space that I didn't know needed freeing up. You know, like I was perfectly happy with my life on social media. It was all good. You know, I was on social media for my business and blah, 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 all the things we tell ourselves. And it's in the opening, it's in the retirement that I see, oh, there's, there's more space for guidance right now. So one of the things that happened, one of the fun things that happened, well, it's all fun. <laughs> so one thing that happened is I found, I found juggling. I am, I'm still learning how to juggle. You've probably heard me mention juggling in a previous episode because if I were to define, if I were going to like judge my juggling, I would say that I'm not very good at it, but I'm not into judging it. So I'm just going to tell you like, no, I'm not, I'm certainly not a pro yet, but I'm having so much fun just exploring it and just having something to do with my hands. So that's a lot of fun. Another thing that happened is there was this week. I have this desire to tell you when, but you heard me, you heard what I had to say about age and how it doesn't resonate with me. The, it, I feel the same way about gender. Like when I first started my business, people were like, are you going to serve women or men? And I was like, what? Humans. I'm here for humans. I don't understand. Why do I need to, why do I need to distinguish? We all need help. We all need to remember who we are. We all need to work from this place of alignment. So anyway, I was going to try and tell you when this event occurred. And that's just silly because I would most likely be making it up. There was some time after I retired from social media. So sometime between May and now when I had this week, my work week, like suddenly I had no clients or very few clients. I had, I think, zero podcast interviews scheduled and I may have even been a recovery week from triathlon training, which means I still had training, but a much lower dose, like, you know, a third of the typical hours. And I kept, I remember like the week leading up to that week, I was like, there's something about that. Cause I was scheduling, I was scheduling clients and I was scheduling podcast guests and it was like, no one could touch that week. And I would go in and check my scheduler and be like, oh, it's still available. Huh? All right. So something's going to happen that week. And I knew that. And that stayed in the back of my head. Cause what was I going to do with that information? Yeah, absolutely nothing. It was totally useless to me. Just like, huh? So the universe seems to be making space for me for something, I guess. Let's, let's find out what it is. And what it was caught me totally off guard it was, well, a masterclass in plant-based nutrition. So I found myself, I, I seriously cannot tell you how I ended up on my first podcast about plant-based nutrition. It just happened. And then I 
kept going and then I kept going in other directions. And I don't know how many, again, time numbers. I don't have any idea how many hours I spent, especially that week diving into plant-based nutrition, but it was a lot. I put myself through a masterclass so much that like, sometimes I'd be like, Oh, maybe I should buy this person's book. And the universe totally had my back on this because the universe was like, Oh, so you've now listened to this person on like six different podcasts. Maybe you've gotten everything that's in his book and all the books that I would, I only did that with like two or three books, I think, but every time they were backordered or, or something, I couldn't, I couldn't quite access them. So yeah, masterclass on plant-based nutrition. Now this is not completely out of the blue. It's not like I did a masterclass on, I don't know, knitting. I let's talk, let's talk about my whole foods plant-based journey. So time again, take every, anytime I name a year, take it with a grain of salt. Who knows? Let's call it 2013 sometime around there. You go look it up whenever Forks Over Knives came out. That's when I first went vegan. I was like, you know, I come from a scientific background as a marine biologist. I have my master's in marine mammal conservation. I care a whole lot about animals and the environment. And we could back up even farther to tell you why I wasn't plant-based before this. And let's just do that. Because this is so funny because in high school, I was told that I was hypoglycemic, meaning I had low blood sugar, meaning, so I had to have uh, a glucose tolerance test. I had two of them actually. And one of them, it was me. I was maybe 15, 16. I can't remember if I could drive myself or not but it was me and a whole bunch of pregnant women in this waiting room. And I think we were all there for the day. I don't know. I was there for the day and I don't remember that much of it because I eventually passed out. So they give you this like sticky orange drink and it's like loaded with sugar and basically watch what your blood sugar does after that. And it's, I think it's like four, it's multiple rounds of this, or it was the time I did it. And what they found was that my blood sugar was totally spiking and then it would drop lower than low for me and it never like restabilized. And yeah, at some point during that whole experiment, I passed out and they said, you need to eat protein all the time. You need to eat turkey sandwiches for breakfast. And I don't think I said it to their face, but I said, no, thank you. (laughs) I did not eat turkey sandwiches for breakfast. But I had heard the, oh, you need to eat turkey. You need to eat turkey like all the time. As much, you need to get as much protein as possible. And so that was still planted in my head when I was going through grad school and learning all the things about the environment, all the things, still not being all the things, but really focused. Hmm. Let me rephrase that when I was really into the, in, in the classroom learning about the environment and about environmental management, I was thinking I can't be plant-based because I have this special need for eating all Turkey. I'm supposed to eat Turkey for breakfast. Okay. So now we fast forward to my seeing forks over knives and being like, uh, uh-uh, I'm done with eating animals. 
And so I was very happily vegan for, again, time. I don't know, a couple of years. And then, and then 2015 happened. And it actually, was it 20? It was 2014. See, don't trust me on years. So 2014 happened and it, it was actually both years. But in 20, the summer of 2014, I got a tibial stress fracture right before, it was actually a stress reaction, right before nationals. And then as I was healing that, that happened in August. And then that December, I got a stress fracture in my second metatarsal, which is in my foot. And then, and that one really was a fracture. And then finally healed that. And I got pneumonia that summer and pneumonia was not, I've heard a lot about people who get pneumonia for like two weeks, like take antibiotics, they're all better. <laughs> that was not my experience. Mine was, mine was, so actually we went skydiving for Pete's birthday and that was the day I got pneumonia. It probably was, I had raced the day before and I remember feeling super dizzy at the start of the race, but it wasn't a big deal throughout the race or by the finish. I was mostly fine. I remember like my, like my, uh, like temperature regulation felt a little off, but otherwise I felt fine. And then the next day we went skydiving and we had to wear these, it was summer, it was July. We had to wear these like long sleeve, long pants suits because they said it's going to be cold when you're jumping out of the plane. And we had to wait for a while for our plane. So we're in these outfits. <laughs> I don't know what to call them. And I just remember being like so hot and kind of dizzy. And then, yay, jumped out of the plane. And it was not the joy I wanted it to be. Instead, it was, I, I was feeling kind of nauseous. And then I started, then like, by that night, I was starting to cough. I think the next morning I, I slept like 12 hours or something. And it, anyway, anyway, my pneumonia experience was a big deal. It took a lot out of me. It took a long time to heal. It was exhausting. It was mentally trying. And it was also really lonely. So all of that happened. And somewhere... I think it was in the midst of, I can't remember if it was before pneumonia or after pneumonia, maybe it was after pneumonia that I decided I'd been on the pill and I went off the pill because why was I getting these stress fractures? What was going on? And I was working with some people who pointed out that it could be the pill and, you know, so I went off the pill. And when I went off the pill, I ended up with what I will call hormonal fuckery. In other words, my body had no idea how to make its own hormones. So there was a massive lag in, oh, I just felt like uh, slow and heavy and foggy and depressed. And my gut didn't know what to do with itself. And while everything, everything came back after like three months, except the gut, I was super bloated starting out, I would be fine first thing in the morning. And then just as the day progressed, I'd get like more and more bloated. So I worked with dietitians, a doctor who specialized in female athletes and hormones. I worked with nutritionists, worked with acupuncturists, worked with all these people. And they all said, 
you need to eat meat. You, there is no way you can heal your gut. There's no way you can heal your body without animal protein. And I said, okay, fine. So I started eating meat again and it was, it was an uncomfortable experience. Then I got used to it. And I believed that I was doing the best thing for my body. I believe that I was truly healing myself. And well, we don't even know, need to know what the verdict was on that. Cause I don't even know. I don't know if I healed my body. I don't think I did completely. So yeah, that didn't work out, <laughs> but, but I was doing what I thought was best for me. And do you hear that disconnect that I had like, again, like environmental conservation, I believe in animals. I believe that we are all one. It, it, it's a disconnect for me to want to eat animals. And yet I felt like because people were telling me I needed to eat animal products to heal myself, because other people were telling me that, I went ahead and did it. I do not blame those people. I, there's not, you're not hearing any like anger or judgment. I'm just trying to show you the disconnect here between alignment. Like my soul knew that the environment was a top value for me. The animals were a top value for me. And yet I was, I put myself in a position where I felt like I had to separate myself from my, from my soul to do, to do what I had to do to heal myself. Just pointing out the lack of alignment there. Okay. Then there's another piece of the puzzle. When I went off the pill, I eventually started getting really hellish periods again. This is why I went on the pill in the first place, because I used to throw up every, the first day of my period without fail. And it started happening again. I started getting really sick with my period. And Everyone, dietitians, nutritionists, acupuncturists, doctors that I talked to said, eat more meat, eat more fat, put coconut oil in your smoothie, eat red meat. And so I did, and I did, and I did. And it didn't help one little bit, maybe even gotten worse. I don't know. And then about a year ago, last October, November, I was done. I was like, this, you know what? This doesn't feel right. This, what if this isn't right? And by right, I mean, what my, maybe this isn't what's in alignment for me. Maybe this isn't what my soul wants. Maybe this isn't what my body wants. And I, the universe showed me a couple of things. On a bike ride, I remember passing these two cows and they had their heads resting on each other and it was adorable. They were like puppies. And I was like, mm, I don't eat those. And Game Changers, the movie came out and I watched that and that was like, yeah, confirmed it, nailed it. This is, this is the way I'm going. Thanks for giving me the scientific evidence to back this up. Okay. So I've been on this total plant-based diet again, <laughs> like vegan round two for uh, time. Why do I have this urge to tell you time? Uh, for a while. At, at this point, it's been a year. And I went, I was called to nerd out on all things plant-based nutrition. So I listened to all the podcasts, did a few of these summits. I was, I was all over the place. Like 
bought some new cookbooks, all of the things, like 100% in the rabbit hole. And along the way, I learned some fascinating things. I heard a talk by this guy who shared that women who went on a plant-based diet, a low-fat plant-based diet, who cut out oil, got rid of their menstrual cramps. And I'm not going to explain the science here because (laughs) I am a marine biologist. I'm not a, a medical professional. I am not a health scientist. I, if you want to reach out to me and ask me for resources, I am happy to share. Okay. So anyway, I was like, oh, cause at the time I was still, we were still cooking in oil. We were sauteing in oil. We were roasting our vegetables in oil. I was even putting coconut oil in my smoothie because that's what someone told me I had to do. <laughs> Can we take a moment to say, what the fuck to something somebody told me I had to do? My body knows what I need. All right. So anyways, we cut out oil, all oil. And you know what happened? Magic and miracles. So this all backs up to retiring from social media. Retiring from social media made space for me to get this massive nudge from the universe to dive into plant-based nutrition, to become more aligned with what I put in my body. It's going to feel so good. Everything feels so good right now. (laughs) And again, what brought me the most joy this year? Retiring from social media so that I could get this nudge to do all the research, to change my diet, to be in alignment with my soul and my body so that I could be my sparkliest self. I know I'm here to play in the light. I know I'm here to follow the joy. And I know I'm here to be my best self. And I also know I'm not here to suffer. That doesn't mean that life is not going to have suffering because suffering, suffering happens. Absolutely. And I'm not here to make myself suffer. You know, I want to minimize that. I'm really not into that. I'm not into beating myself up with words. I'm not into, again, that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It's some, I'm, I'm constantly a work in progress. I am grateful that I have the tools to coach myself around it. I am grateful that I have my human design blueprint to remind me of who I am. But I am human. And of course, I can be like, Kelsey, why'd you do that? <laughs> Always. So here's, here's the big picture in this conversation, this conversation that I'm having with you. 2020 has all the exclamation points. 2020 is an amplification of everything. And in every birthday, every time we get to celebrate that exact time and place and date when our soul entered the world to be exactly who we're supposed to be and do exactly what we're supposed to do with all of our gifts, we are called into alignment. And here in 2020, that call is loud. For me, the journey started, the journey started with this little nudge to take a break from social media. 
And then as COVID started, that was when I learned that I'm here to heal myself. And that's when, remember, I told you about the heel pain that I was experiencing on my birthday in 2019. I was still experiencing that going into quarantine. I still hadn't run. It had been like six, eight months again, time. I don't know. I don't count. And what I learned throughout March, April, May is that I can heal myself. And a few weeks ago, Pete and I were looking through expenses and stuff from, from this year so far. And at the start of 2020, it was every week I was going to the fascia doctor. Every single week we were making progress. And then COVID happened and I stopped going. And I remember at first being like, Yee, I can't, I, I, but I need him. I'm like, how am I going to heal my heel without him? Oh, the universe is so sassy. That was the whole point. How are you going to do it, Kelsey? Because you're going to do this. This is this is the time when you learn to heal yourself. I couldn't tell you how I did it. I can tell you that I did it. And it feels a little scary to share that. So that was me coming in to alignment. Turns out that's that's in my astrological chart, which I don't totally understand. Human design lands with me. Astrology still totally baffles me. And if you show me an astrological chart, all I know is there's a lot of lines and a lot of symbols, which I guess is a lot like a human design chart, but somehow human design totally lands in me and makes so much sense. And I can look at a chart and it means so much and an astrological chart. I don't know, but my friend, Amber Cornwall did an astrological reading for me. And this is before, before quarantine, before I took on the task of learning to heal myself. And she said that my chart shows that I'm here to heal myself and that in healing myself, I learned to heal others, which that bit is somebody is something. It's not somebody is something that is in my human design chart. It's in my emotional center. So I've always interpreted it as I'm here to heal my emotions so that I can help others heal theirs. And maybe there's also some physical healing in there. I don't know. I'm open to possibilities. But anyway, we're talking about 2020. I learned to heal myself. I retired from social media. I went all in on a whole foods plant-based diet. These are the ways that my soul has nudged me further into alignment in 2020. I'm sure there are more ways. Who knows? Maybe juggling is part of it. I don't know. I think that's just really fun. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I could guess at a whole bunch of things that I've started doing this year that I never saw coming. And maybe they are, maybe they are like the thing. Maybe they are things that I like my soul picked out for me right from the beginning and I just missed that. I don't know. I don't need to know. I'm here for the adventure. I'm here for all the birthdays and all the celebrations and all the play and all the love. Thank you so much for listening. 
As you all know, I retired from social media, so please don't reach out to me there, but I still want to hear from you. And guess what? I answer all of my own emails. So head over to my website, kelseyabbott.com, and click on the contact tab, and your email will come directly to me, and the response will come directly from me. So please be patient because I'm not all that speedy with emails. Also at KelseyAbbott.com, you can sign up for your very own love note for your human design type. And of course, you can schedule your human design rating there and sign up for alignment coaching. And there's always more brewing. So head on over to KelseyAbbott.com for all the things, including every episode of the Find Your Awesome podcast that you may have missed. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. You're amazing. You're a miracle. You are filled with magic. Open your eyes and see it and celebrate and be you. Go forth and be awesome.